spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Let me see you. Still handsome. Look at you. You got gray hair. You know what that means? It means I'm old. Look look at you. You still look like a little kid, though. I know. Which one of you was Bridge? That was Bridge. <laughs> when you name yourself Bridge, your hair goes crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you something. You should you uh but you look great. You Thank still you. have your youth and your hair, but you look like you could be the T V dad in any Nickelodeon show. <laughs> in a great way. And I mean that's a compliment. I'm a really nice looking Some girl uh, older the other man day called him a DILF. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You're a DILF. How are you guys doing? Good. It looks like one of you got rich and the other one still does drugs. <laughs> which one? Which one's which? Well, we both got rich and neither one of us do drugs. How, how, how rich are we at this point? No, I mean, Come on, no, I want. No, I, don't stop it now. I used to see you guys. I was trying to tell everybody this morning. I've seen you guys at the Rocket Club. Yep. Um, I mean, all uh, don't and I and la- not last time, but the last time you were probably on the show, I made Moose bust out the tape, and we had the old St. Warren tape. <laughs> I, and I got that. I got it all, buddy. So don't. Uh, don't I remember we finally moved to Nashville. We had like our country rock deal, and everybody had sort of separated from our St. Warren Rocket Club days right. in Tampa. And we got on uh, a Faith Hill tour, met her husband, Tim, and then he took us out on the road, and he found the St. Warren video. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. And he used yeah. to play it on the big oh, speed yeah. screens. <laughs> I mean, he wouldn't that. let it go. Yeah. By the way, Mike, you're kind of a big deal now. It's like there's 10 rooms that say the Mike Calta show. Isn't that crazy? The, yeah. Like, yeah, and like six people had to bring us back here. I feel yeah. like we all started out at the bottom, and now look at us. <laughs> well, <laughs> the only reason we said we would do this, we thought they said Mike Calata. Oh. oh. <laughs> you, you laugh, but do you know how much that has gotten me backstage? <laughs> Warren Brothers, Warner Brothers? Uh, They know. You think people called us back? Mike Collada is my old boss, and he is a big wig in the country music world. I went up one time to get uh, tickets for um, Kiss and Motley Crue. And they gave me Kalata's envelope instead of Kalata's envelope. And I was like, well, boys, we're going backstage. Yeah. And they were like, really? I go, on Mike Kalata. And I knew he wasn't going, so I took him one back there. It was great. That's so oh, that's awesome. good. How, okay, so you guys leave here. You move to Nashville. And you're like, what, were you like, we're going to be country stars or we're going to be songwriters? Or you didn't care either way? Well, we kind of still felt like rock stars was maybe a thing. Yeah. And, and the country rock stars was maybe a thing, which is like a total oxymoron. We did get a country record deal. It did introduce us to the people who we would be writing for later, right. but it didn't really work out. We uh, we got sober, which was kind of an important piece of it, sure. and became songwriters, uh-huh. and that part of it worked out. And so we were like... Brad says, you know, we he said he figured out a lot longer, a lot, a long time ago that we do a lot better when someone else sings the songs. Yeah. Really sing. <laughs> we, we tend to make money on... My, yeah. One of my sons was like, why are you letting Tim McGraw sing your songs? I said, when Tim McGraw sings our songs, we make money. Right, yeah. right, when yeah. Uncle Brett sings them, you just like... <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's when it's ego. like a Nickelodeon dad thing. Right. It just, you can feel it. <laughs> That's when your ego goes away, when you're like, I get how much? I'll okay. be honest. Yeah. We got... Yeah, the, we got so... Well, you know ego. what? As artists, too, we were all over the map. We were kind of... I mean, we grew up in Tampa yeah. in the 80s. I mean, we were on... 98 oh, I mean, rock and the whole thing. So that's what we were. But my dad it made us listen to country and sang country songs to us. And then we got into Skinner and Mel and Camp. So we were all over the map. And as artists, that was more difficult. But now as writers, as writers, we'll write with 
you know, Steven uh, Tyler one day and Kenny Chesney the next. So I, uh, all over the road, you say, like maybe at one point bringing dancers out on stage? Yeah, oh yeah, Tony Gadiosi. <laughs> uh, I told you, I said yeah. that's what it was, Gadiosi. Gadiosi. Uh-huh. Yeah, we had him and Brett Galloway came out and you danced. Like, we had pink signs uh, and we had hair down. We, we tried everything. You look like one of you got rich and the other one still has <laughs> <laughs> That's good radio. I'm sorry. Um, that is back. funny. I'm going to tell you right now, I play, uh, I just played Sell a Lot of Beer before you came in here. I play that song on Spotify all the time. That is one of them. So I think that is such a great song, man. And we I wrote feel- that with Whisper and Bill. Remember him? Whisper and Bill Anderson? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Opry star. He's yeah. a grand old Opry star. And he came to see us at this place called the Courtyard Cafe in Nashville. And he was, at the time, probably 70. He's older now. He still travels around. But long story short, he was like... And you guys really don't sell a lot of records, but you sure do sell a lot of beer. It was his whole idea. That's a, oh. That's a great thing, man. I, I like I, I like um, Shooter Jennings. I like some of his stuff. And I and I am so glad that you guys have found success in, in doing this. What's the biggest song that you wrote that's made, the uh, I guess, the most money for you and the artist? Uh, yeah. It's hard to say because we've had, like, Felt Good on My Lips for Tim McGraw. It was a three-week number one. I think it's the longest number one. But we have some songs that, like, Red Solo Cup was not a number one, but it's the song everyone remembers. When you we start, wrote Red Solo Yeah, we oh, wrote Red wow. Solo Cup. Um, so we'll play it. We, we've been nominated for a Grammy with a song called If You're Reading This. We got nominated for Song of the Year to CMAs with a song called Anyway for Martina. So those were kind of, like, industry big songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they and they're really great ones. songs. But we'll play them, and people really dig them. And then we go we play Red Solo Cup, and every phone comes out, and people are like, my grandma oh, loves that. Do you make a, m- a bunch of money off of that one because uh, it's a fan favorite? We we did, but we Didn't sold hurt. a catalog that that was in. Oh, okay. I'll All say right. this. But we, we keep have, a piece of it. We yeah. probably have 10 songs that made more money than Red Solo Cup did for us. Really? Because radio drives the, as you guys know, the radio yeah. drives the making. But we've got number one songs for... Like Jared Neiman and Chris Young, you've I bet you've never heard. No, yeah, that's probably true. Number, and they pay a lot of money. Yeah. but Red Solo Cup is kind of that cool thing to to play at the it's like birthday, birthday party. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so explain this to me. I only know a little bit from my short time in country music. So you, songwriters, and I know this probably isn't the process for you guys now, but you move to Nashville, you write songs, and then you you publish them, you you put them in a catalog. And then country artists will search through and see if they find something they like. Is that usually how it works? You try to get to a publisher, and then the publisher filters through your songs with you and finds songs that they think country knowing artists the can artist, do, and they pitch them. Knowing right. the artist is key, though. If but, trying yeah. to send it, dropping a grain of sand on the beach is just tough throwing songs out there. So relationships with artists, or at least with their producers. And yeah, I'm sure that helps. Years we had a country record, and we didn't have a lot of country hits. We had a bunch of top 40s, but not a really big country hit. But we toured with... Dirk Spentley and Keith Urban and Tim McGraw and Faith Hill and Martina McBride. So that's how we met all of them. Right. And so once we became friends with them, instead of going through the process of pitching it to a publisher, and then a publisher played it for a label person and played it for Tim. Yeah. We were at breakfast, we would just get in the car and stick a CD in and and that's skip the middleman. Yeah. I got to tell you, I'm so glad that worked out for you guys. I have a great picture of me and you. It's me. I don't think you were there. It was me and you. I was shooting and... a show at Nickelodeon. <laughs> <laughs> we were on stage at um, what's the what's the Dan Aykroyd House of Blues in Las Vegas after the CMAs or the CMTs. Okay. Is me, you, Kid Rock, Kenny Chesney, Toby Keith. It's like if anybody else looks at the picture, they go, "Who's that guy?" With me, like, yeah, yeah, I went up there. Me. Everybody up there is. It was a superstar. It was great. I remember that night. Yeah, <laughs> some of it. That was. Yeah, well, I was mm. gonna say that's that's one of those nights. It's the one of the reasons you don't drink anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 
Well, that, that, uh, now how many kids we have between the two of you? I have four, and I have three. So we're like, but together we're like BB King. Yeah, you got a battalion, yeah, yeah, yeah. huh? Battalion. And and, uh, and how old? What's the oldest kid? Twenty one is my oldest. Really? I have two kids in I, college. You know, I, you look like a little kid to me still. <laughs> He uh, looks good from far, but far from good. You got to get closer yeah, to him. Yeah. You can kind of tell. You're, uh, you're hey, 20 I feet did not from disparage him. your gray hair at all, and you got to throw that good from far, far from good. I, I like the gray hair. I think it's a good look. Man, I'm just, it can turn whatever color it wants as long as it doesn't turn loose. That's yeah. a joke. Oh, I know that mine ran away. I think that's what Bon Jovi's going for, but wound up looking like Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah it does a little bit. Oh, it does. does. It's the truth. Oh, it's, it's the truth. I remember some, when he, like, 24-year-old girl at Starbucks <laughs> asked me, she's like, oh, I love your hair color. Who did it? And I was like, God. God. <laughs> and she said, well, how did you get it like that? And she goes, well, how can I get my hair that color? And I said, stay alive. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just try to live as long as you can. Don't turn Oh, man. And uh, I, I asked you about the oldest kid because I wondered, um, like, how do they know that you guys are cool? I always ask people that. No, like, no. no. Not, not really. My they... kids are just, I have a, a 19-year-old and a 16, and I have 14-year-old twins. And that. The 16-year-old girl and the 14-year-old girl, the twins, they're starting to figure out that dad can get them into shows, and I'll take them to a concert. It's never about sing. what you do. It's about what you can do for them. Yeah. Correct. Yes. They, they know, you know some what? of our friends are cool, and it's like they had to learn how to go to a show. Like, I had to tell this past couple of years, I've been trying to, like, normalize them, like... Go buy tickets and go to a concert. You don't, I, yeah, but I want one of those plastic things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or I can just walk around yeah. wherever I My want daughter's like, it. you know Thomas Rhett? And I was like, yeah. Known him for a long time. Known his dad forever. Uh-huh. Oh, can we ride to the show on his bus? <laughs> like, no. He's going to get a ticket and we'll go see him, and, but that's enough. Um, you guys uh, know the low cash guys? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. They're great. Great friends with those guys. So I uh, met them a couple of years ago at a, at a 4th of July party, and uh, they reminded me of you guys. I just, I felt like that was. We're like their uncles. We yeah. always call them the poor man's Warren Brothers, but actually I think that we're the poor man's low cash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, fortunately. They're hilarious, I, though. They're... I, I walked into the Dallas Bowl one night, never, have never heard of them before. We played in a cover band, and I walked in there, and I looked at them, and they were playing Journey, and I went, that's the band we need to be. I was like, that's how they do it. I was like, that's the what you, everybody was going out of their minds. You guys were in a like, cover band? Oh, yeah. yeah. What covers? Just give me the top three. What's the, what's, what, Leopard, what song goes bon over the Jovi. You give love a bad name. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, we're not going to take it. Yeah. Who's they were just you? here. No, no, we have. You might know our. Say, I don't know. He, his name is uh, Josh Maloney. He works for Dean Guitars. He's the know. Oh, yeah, guy. Josh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, great guitar Who's player. Us? Sings for us though. Our, our old bass singer, player yeah. and still great friend Jeff McDonald works at Dean Guitars, and so oh, they're okay. actually bringing us Lunas to, to play tonight because uh-huh. we're too lazy. To, I'm like, I don't want to fly guitar. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Josh is our singer and like most rock bands. He's our second singer, uh, and you know it was it was he'll be gone that, soon. Then uh, no, no, he's a no, long term guy. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the first wife you married while you're in college. The second <laughs> one you're gonna have kids with. Yeah, no, no, Josh is great, and uh, we just do it for fun. Like we, you know, all of a yeah. sudden we started making money off it, but we do it for fun, and it's uh, it's fantastic. And I don't know why I brought that up. I was trying to tell you guys something. The about Dallas the band. Bull. Yeah, oh yeah. So so when Josh had just joined the band, and I was like, "That's what we need to do," and that's what Josh does is he connects with those people. He's hanging off rafters, and we have a pisser, man. We have a ball doing that's, it. So what, what instrument do you play? I play bass. So I'm sitting here one time with the guitar. Actually, I'm sitting here every day with the guitar in the afternoons. And Galvin looks at me and he goes, "You realize you're only playing the bass line to every one of these songs." <laughs> yeah. And I go, "What do you mean?" He goes, "You're only playing two strings. You're only playing the bass line." He goes, "You just learn how to play bass." He was already a drummer. Our old producer John was a guitar player in a local band. 
So I went and took two bass playing uh, lessons, and I was like, eh, I got this. Let's start a band. Yeah. And we started a band. That's it. That's I still only play two strings. Yep. Yeah. 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 Well, it's the 80s. They didn't even use the bottom two. I don't right. know what those do. I don't even yeah. know what they sound like. So. <laughs> that's how that's right I was playing, right yeah. I love it. That was a, that was a day gig, I think. Oh. Very nice. Yeah. Anyway. So is this uh, being streamed somewhere? Yeah. The, the world? It's called the internet. I would have <laughs> showered if I had known we were going to be on don't, TV. Listen, there's always got to be a dirty brother in the group. There's you know, you slept, uh, had, you're doing a day gig. Like when we when you first start out, especially when you get signed and we were going on these country tours. Yeah. People would say, well, who's your light guy? We would be like, God's our light guy. He does my hair. We were always playing at noon to a sea of white chairs. He's a busy like our friends God. thought we were, you know, oh, you have a tour bus. Yeah, but we're playing to a sea of empty white chairs yeah. at noon. We, uh, fortunately, and I'm, I have no... You know delusions about it. We because of this radio show, we get people to our gigs. So even when we play day guy day gigs, we have a ton of people. I said, what we've been doing it. It's, uh, it's been eleven years, and I said when we do a gig and three people show up, then we quit. But until we stop packing rooms, we're going to keep doing it, man. Yeah. It's great. So you yeah. guys like Bobby Bones? You familiar with him? He's yeah. a Nashville guy. Mm-hmm. He has the Raging Idiots, and they they tour and pack everywhere. But if he loses his radio jobs, yeah, right. Yeah. If we yeah. if we decided to play in Athens tomorrow, I don't think anybody's coming to see <laughs> right. it. You know what I mean? They right. may enjoy it if they were there. The but... big thing we get whenever people come and see us play is, oh, you guys can actually play. Yeah, like yeah, you know, they think right. it's just us. You know, a G chord. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So your retirement will be like retirement. Like yeah. both things are going to go away together. We're done. Yeah, we're done. Yeah. We could just quit that radio and play music. <laughs> nope. uh, now, let me tell you why these guys are here. They have the Downtown St. Pete Songwriters Festival. And uh, uh, you guys are going to be playing at the Mahaffey Theater with Ed Roland. Do you know Ed at all? I tell no. him we don't know. Fans of... You yeah. guys have similar hair. Like, well, yeah. Is Ed getting great too? It's, it's a little great, but he, uh, he, he went from looking like a long-haired rock star to uh, uncle from a Nickelodeon show. He's a little older than you. So yeah. you're the yeah. dad, and he's the uncle. So. Yep. But I look very... like Luke Bryan's father. Yeah. <laughs> do, it, to, it's so funny that to me, you guys will always be little kids. It's just like, look different. It's <laughs> we so still weird. act like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, but uh, this is going to be a big deal because um, this is not just seeing a good uh, pair of guys doing acoustic songs and stuff, but... The true, the true performance, the true uh, artists that write these songs and knew what it was supposed to be in their hearts when they first wrote them. What we, what will you? I don't know if it's a secret or not, but what will you do tonight? What songs will you do? Uh, we'll play. You know, we we'll play a couple Warren Brothers things. We might play "Sell a Lot of Beer" and a song called "Change." Mostly, we we'll had. play country I, hits. I, I love written. "Change" is another great it was song. The theme song of our TV show we had, but yeah. Mostly we'll play um, like Highway Don't Care, Tim McGraw, Taylor Swift. Song. That's what I'm saying. So people who solo cup, people who we'll may do, have yeah. never heard of the Warren Brothers, right. never know St. Warren or anyway, that would they're like, well, why would we go? Because you want to see these are the guys that wrote these songs that are are giving them to these artists, and they're going to be songs that you know. They're going to be songs that you hit. We have ten songs. We just kind of wrote a mock set. We have ten songs in the set. Eight of them were number ones or big hit songs, and two of them are the songs that me and Brad sang. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And then so tomorrow night, actually, we'll we, play, down a, for we a play a free show tomorrow at some place called One Night Stand. I've never been. One Night uh, Stand but, is great. We played there. Tonight is like the Mahaffey Theater, and it's, so we we asked them to put a free show together for us so that the rest of our family could come. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only so many uh, The One Night Stand is uh, on Central Avenue in downtown St. Pete, and I don't know how often you guys have been downtown St. Pete, but Not it's much, nothing but it's like cool. what it used to be. It was Janice and nothing else, and now there's bars and clubs, and it's it's wonderful. I did read somewhere where you guys put pianos out every weekend, and people just play. Sarasota, <laughs> yeah, Sarasota play does that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
That's crazy. We don't love a homeless guy until he know he got piano talent. Then we want to clean him up. <laughs> it's like, turn him loose. such a bizarre thing. I'm sure it was you should hear the homeless a, play music in Nashville. Oh, I'm sure they're so good because they all moved out there like you guys going to be superstars. Some and then they were like, drummer laying it down on the yeah. street. Like, wow, this guy's really good. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, you guys feel like playing a song? I have guitars. I mean, certainly, but yeah, well, if you got yeah. acoustic guitars, are they moderately in tune? They're absolutely in tune. We're musicians. I can guarantee you. 11 years you've been doing this show or the... 13 years been doing this show, 11 years of the band. Okay. And let me tell you, okay. those top two strings are in the best shape ever. Man, I might have a pick in my wallet. I figured one of you guys would have a pick. We didn't plan on this either. We no, no, hold on. We went out and found... I just, I you know when you're like thing. a national songwriter when you have a pick. I know. Yeah, yeah you gotta have a really, really pick. lame that I have a pick in my wallet, but I did. We, I said to Galvin, I go, one of them is going to have a pick, I guarantee you. <laughs> do you can you do uh, Sell a Lot of Beer? You want to do that one? I love that song. Okay, I think so. We'll do a verse and a chorus. Yeah, yeah, is don't there, go crazy. Is I mean, there a better crazy. way for you guys? I have another mic over here, a boom mic, that I can put some reverb for vocals and stuff, or you just want <laughs> those? Ugly. All right. great right. thing about being a songwriter. It doesn't matter your performance. Like, wasn't that cool, <laughs> that <laughs> grunchy version of what they had before? The difference in artists and songwriters is almost a lower. Yeah. yeah. You don't care. It's like, oh, this is so cool. It's more Bob Dylan. Uh, <laughs> takes the pressure off. Uh, these guys, you may remember them as St. Warren, where they had songs like... Nature something in a song. <laughs> Nature's way. way of something. Some guy at 98 Rock talked us into recording that, but it was kind of cool in a weird way. Was it Greg Moe? Oh, my How God. I remember Moe. Greg Moe. Was it him? No. Gre- it let me tell you about remember Greg Moe. Jeff Leppard? Is he around? No, but that was, I always thought that was the greatest. <laughs> That's the greatest name. Jeff Leppard was a great name. In New Orleans, there was a guy named Stone Temple Mike, which I always thought was the best. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb, but so perfect. Stone Temple uh, these are the Warren brothers now. Uh, one looks like he still does drugs, and the other one looks like he's a Nickelodeon father. But together, they're the perfect duo. I would be dead if I was still doing that. I, it's just a little, they, in, in their head as they're driving, they picture it. This is one of my favorite songs. It's called Sell a Lot of Beer. And they'll do a little. They don't have to do the whole thing. All right. Yeah, do a little verse there. My name ain't up in lights, but I'm a hero in this bar. Can y'all hear that? That's yeah, yeah, right. yeah. I play four big shows a night with just me and my guitar. And I don't make a lot of money, and I don't have a lot of gear. I don't sell a lot of records, but I sure sell a lot of gear. Yeah, you said absolutely in tune. <laughs> not, not absolutely in tune. It's okay. Play some of that Tampa hillbilly pick. 
This is old school right here. That was beautiful. Thank you. I gotta say that song's too high to sing in the morning. We, yeah. we don't oh, really do that anymore. Me, I love it. Never want to. You never want to yeah, ask. I nailed it, Brad. You never want to ask. Nickelodeon artists, nailed it. Oh, that yeah, guy yeah. squawked out. <laughs> you never want to go. Well, you guys do a song. Is it like ah? Oh, it's better to just throw guitars at them that are kind of in tune. Mm-hmm. And oh yeah. Them, yeah. No, I agreed. Yeah. Uh, that was excuses. wonderful. Yeah. If we come in with like a djembe and our own guitars, oh, it and happens try a lot. A performance of a lifetime. Uh, yeah. Throw up in your mouth a little. The guys do that. Yeah. Who was the best guitar player back in the hairband days here in the Tampa Bay area? Oh, oh wow. Gosh. There's some good ones. Yeah, there were some good How, ones. I don't that dude from that. Ar- Ar- Archie. Yeah, Archie. Archie was the best. Archie was good. You know that uh, funky film, though? Uh, was, was yeah. D-Force. He was really good. Yeah. But, like, yeah. jazz good, because I don't understand that, so I always was impressed, because uh-huh. I can't do that stuff. Right. Man, this is, I, I was right when I moved here, and I, this place had a great music scene. It really did. And we had great clubs. And it was someplace where you can go and see live music every night. And then sadly, that seems to have gone away. But not this weekend. You know the difference in jazz and country? No. Country plays three chords for thousands of people. (laughs) (laughs) It'll take Uh, you a second. Do the math. Yeah. You look like you also could be in a jazz. jazz. I could. I could be in a jazz band. I could be a politician. I could be a teacher. You could uh, not be a politician. Not a, you look like a politician <laughs> who sleeps with the campaign girls. A politician. You know, I tried to grow my hair out more rock and roll, have a beard, and I just I kind of look like it. Charles Manson. Yeah, yeah, I just didn't yeah, do yeah. well. My wife was like, that's not good for now, me. Now how old's your oldest kid? 19. Boy or girl? Boy. So you run the risk of his girlfriend's kind of thinking you're hot. There, uh, yeah, that's. Yeah. <laughs> I hope, but I doubt yeah. it. The risk. The risk. Right. <laughs> I call it a risk, but yeah. Yeah. The well, possibility. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, it is great to catch up with you guys. And, and thanks uh, for and having us. This was fun. I, lo- I love reminiscing about the old. I mean, you know, the idea that I'm standing there watching you guys open for Warrant in the Rocket Club Dome. <laughs> And, the, and that you guys are super famous and now on my radio show. is just This is a it full is circle fun. kind of thing. Hey, congratulations, me, so. by the way. I know. Yeah, this, is awesome. this, this is a big awesome. deal. I love it. Thank you. I when we come back to visit our mom, can we just come in and watch you guys and yeah. hang out? Hang out? Listen to me. I love that. And I, I would always want to do some sort of jam thing. It's always fun. So you guys are always welcome. So your mom... Is your mom super proud of you guys? Because she probably thought you were going to be losers with your jean shorts. <laughs> right? She was she's, hoping we would be losers. Yeah. Yeah. And she's just worried about the fact that we sang about beer. Red yeah. Solo Cup, is that bad? Uh. She asked us if Flitter Skinner was a bad guy. I yeah. said, yeah, he's terrible. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So, she, yeah, she just doesn't want us to go to hell. <laughs> Give me an idea. So, so uh, when's the last time you had real jobs? Like, when's the last time you had a report Never. somewhere? Like, I mean, here, when we were at, like, 2018, 20? Yeah. yeah. So, 30 total years, 30 research years was ago. like a telemarketing place oh, right yeah. across the bridge yeah. right there by the airport. That's yeah. so, I think everybody worked there. Yeah, everybody. everybody with long so hair funny. worked yeah, there yeah, because yeah. you could work there and not have but to be on the we phone. we moved to Nashville because of t- total research. There was a guy that was in a rock band who knew a girl who dated a guy in Warrant. And Warren's manager, Eddie Winrick, hooked, it up, up with this, hooked us up with this guy that 
connect us with our first songwriting connection in Nashville. Right. So Total Research kind of led that's, us to this that's point. That's so funny. Yeah. In a weird way. Yeah. <laughs> in a weird... In yeah. a, that's what his name was. <clears throat> Do you crazy. remember, uh, I was telling these guys this morning, uh, I had you on the country station one time, and then you would go into the other room and do, like, satellite tours with other country stations. And I would send my producer in with words for you, because we'd listen in on your conversations. And I'd be like, tell him to say cornucopia. And then I'd hear you guys go, it's been a cornucopia of stuff on the road. Like, you guys are the best at that stuff. Well, listen. Which, I, no, go ahead. I was going to say that's the reason we weren't successful. Say this word on live on TV. Hey, listen, that's what made you memorable. Uh, how is it hard? Is it hard not to drink when John Rich is around? No, gosh. No, I don't know what's harder, room. not drinking or watching him try to drink. <laughs> yeah. You know what's funny? Because as as a true alcoholic in recovery, since we're going that far with it, when you watch people that try to act like they put John Rich doesn't drink very much. He maybe walks not around now. holding a glass of... Maybe not now. I, I didn't think he drank very He's much. He's a good dude, though. We've been friends oh, I love him. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. became big and rich. Uh, at a Warren Brothers show in Nashville. At really? The Cafe, yeah. 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 And I said, what do you mean he became? He said, well, we were just sitting there and we figured, gosh, if they can get a record deal, we can get it. <laughs> hey, if that can get signed, we can do it. That's so funny. <laughs> no, John's, John's great. Just ask him. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Nice. yes. Love him. Uh, put it this way. John's coming in town next week with Fox News. He won't come on the show. Can't get Can't. I mean, we might be able to squeeze a phone out of him, but he ain't coming in here. The last, awesome. the last time I hung out with John, which was 10, now my son's 13, it had to be 15, 16 years ago, it ended with John saying, all right, buddy, I got I to gotta go. You can hang out on the bus as long as you want. And he left to the back room with not one, not two, but three girls. And I was like, there goes my hero. Yeah, yeah well, the funny thing is they all went and sat back and talked about knitting when they got back. <laughs> <laughs> go see the Warren Brothers. Hey, thanks, go see man. Ed Roland tonight at the Mahaffey Theater for the Downtown St. Pete Songwriters Festival. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24.